it's really hard for me to watch people trying to improve their health and run into information about keto that's inaccurate and end up quitting keto before they were able to attain the type of positives that they could have had they just been given the correct information. Today, I want to talk about what's frustrating about some of the information that I see online that causes people to quit keto before they've even gotten started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet. I'm a psychologist. And the reason that I make these videos is because I really do believe that your physical health is so important to you feeling well in life. And it comes together with your mental health to help you to have the best possible situation. If you find this kind of video helpful, please consider subscribing. And if you're enjoying my content, I want you to know that I do have a Patreon account. You can go to Patreon slash Violet Rivera if you would like to contribute to the future production of these videos. I have a few different things that I've noticed when I searched around for information on keto when I was first starting out and things that I still see popping up when I'm doing my searches today that I know discourage people from doing a ketogenic lifestyle and so therefore is discouraging people from getting the health benefits they could be and improving their lives and I want to talk about those ideas today. So first thing that I believe causes people to quit the ketogenic lifestyle a lot of the time before they've even truly gotten started is that they are actually unaware that they're addicted to carbohydrates. And so how does this play itself out in you quitting keto? This is what happens. See, most people will find out that a ketogenic lifestyle means you take your carbohydrate intake down from whatever you were eating to 20 grams of carbs per day per less. When they try to do that, what ends up happening is this. They bring their carbohydrates down super low. So most people will be, understand that they need to stop eating bread, pasta, uh, rice, grains. They, they are cutting out the majority of the things that are going to cause problems. And then they end up feeling horrible. They end up feeling like if they can't think straight. And basically, they end up with the keto flu. Now, here's the problem. Most people, when they engage this situation and they feel this horrible, if they were not prepared for that piece of information, so if their research hadn't told them about the keto flu, or if their research hadn't told them that the keto flu is actually your body reacting to you with taking away carbs, which is basically you are in withdrawal from carbs, if you weren't told that information, then you're going to feel like if this diet is hurting you. And right away, you're going to feel like, no, everybody who said that carbs are necessary for life were right, and you resume eating carbs. The other issue that happens is that when people are not told that they're addicted to carbs, when even if you make it past the point where the headaches are gone and you're, and you're so that it takes, keto flu can last, so keto flu, the cravings and the carb addiction withdrawal can last about two days, maybe three days for some people. And even when you get past the headachey part and the feeling like really horrible part, you still have the part that's cravings. And a lot of people, when they're in that phase and they're craving sugar, so they're craving bread, they're cra they end up eating 
little bits of this. So these foods, they let stuff back in and then they're stuck in this cycle of eating a little bit and then trying not to eat it and eating it because they're not aware that they're addicted to that because again, it's called keto flu. It's not called withdrawal symptoms from your addiction to, car to sugar and carbohydrates. So people allow themselves to eat a little bit of this because it helps them to feel a little better in the moment, but not realizing that you're just letting your addiction re uh, resume or re so right so your addiction is kind of grabbing you again and if I'm in that cycle for way too long I give up because it just seems like it's too hard versus when I'm aware that it's a carbohydrate addiction and I'm aware that I'm going to go through two or three days of withdrawal then I wait for that to be done and then when I get past that point I'm no longer in withdrawal physical withdrawal and I can make it forward, so, right? So I keep going forward and I'm okay. Now there's another element of this that I feel like causes people to quit keto, which is when you are reading about keto and you're told that it's a low carb diet, sometimes we're not giving this other little piece of information, which is carbohydrates are an energy source. Fats are the other energy source. So when people are asked to bring their carbohydrates way down, it's sometimes not adequately explained that in order to do that, I actually have to bring my level of fats up slightly. It doesn't have to be ridiculously high. This is the other part of the story that becomes problematic. People believe that a ketogenic lifestyle is a high fat diet and it really isn't in a sense because you're switching one energy source for another. However, in the beginning, a lot of people who bring their carbohydrates down, what they end up doing is leaving their fats low because most people were doing a low fat diet to begin with, even though they were gaining weight, they were doing a low fat diet. So if you were doing some kind of low fat diet and you bring your carbohydrates down, but you don't raise your fats at least back to a normal level, which means that I'm eating the fat that comes along with whatever protein I happen to be eating. So if I eat a steak, I let myself eat the fat that came with the steak. If I eat chicken, I let myself eat the fat and the skin that came along with the chicken. If I'm eating a pork chop, same thing, I let myself eat the fat that came with the pork chop. It's not excessive. If I eat a salad, I eat a high fat dressing right? A, a normal fat dressing. Sorry, I said high fat, but it's a normal fat dressing. Basically, and if I'm, if I don't have any fat in whatever I happen to be eating in this moment, I add a little olive oil or I eat some olives or something. So basically I'm trying my best to get some fat in because I've taken the carbs out. When people don't do this, what happens is that they might be eating low carb, but their fat is so low because they're still eating low fat that they're hungry all the time. Because guess what? I'm not actually eating an energy source. If I'm not eating an energy source, of course my body is going to be hungry in the beginning because in the beginning, I'm trying to transition my body from carb burning over to fat burning. And I can only make that switch by allowing my body to have some of the fat available. So by eating it, so it uses it for fuel until it starts to recognize that, oh, we're doing that now, and then it starts pulling the fat from me. So any extra fat that you might have added, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of butter, just to get your body into the fat burning mode, because if I eat it, my body will use it. And then once I'm past the cravings, and I'm 
in a point where I start to realize that I feel okay, then I don't add any extra fat. That's the other problem. So all along those lines of the first beginning of understanding what keto is and understanding that I was addicted to carbohydrates, part of the reason that I see people quit keto is that they're eating so much fat that they can't manage but it's because they've been misinformed about this idea that we have to always add extra fat. When you're in a process of trying to lose weight and you have become adapted to burning fat, there is no longer a need to add extra fat to your food because your body has fat that you can tap into. The other reason that people have a very hard time living a ketogenic lifestyle is because they're trying to replace all the foods that they used to eat on the standard American diet, they want to have keto versions. Now, in order to create keto versions of all these foods, it's actually quite an investment. It's an investment in time, it's an investment in money because keto baking products are not as cheap as regular baking products. And you can't just walk into the store and buy some of these keto replacement foods. And so because it becomes more difficult to eat this lifestyle, and again, it's because you're trying to replace everything that it becomes more difficult. But because you see the baking process, so let's say I'm not a person that was baking to begin with. Well, now I have to bake all this bread. I have to bake all this replacement stuff. I have to like make special spaghetti and I have to purchase special re replacement rice and spaghettis. And, and so all of a sudden, something like making a typical meal that would have taken me 20 minutes is going to take me an hour or two. This looks daunting. This is an everyday situation and people are not willing to do it. Before I've even started to try to do keto and see how it affects my body, just trying to set myself up to do this lifestyle, it becomes too much. Partially related to this idea of the setup is, is the cost. Like, sure, finding... Um, replacement rice and replacement pastas and all this is expensive. And sometimes when we're doing the research for keto, we run into these people explaining how to do keto and they're talking about how everything has to be grass-fed, how everything has to be organic, how everything has to be. So the cost, what I think is gonna cost me to do keto, all of a sudden seems exorbitant. What's interesting to me when I started off doing keto, I did not change the quality of the meats and the quality of the vegetables that I was purchasing. But over time, by eating a ketogenic lifestyle, the amount of food that I was eating diminished. And now all of a sudden, I do understand why eating organic and eating grass-fed can be sustainable on a ketogenic lifestyle, because when you're actually very well into eating a ketogenic lifestyle, you're not eating as much food and therefore, yes, you can buy grass-fed and the amount you need to eat to sustain your body is not as much and therefore it's very affordable. But would I say that you have to start there? Absolutely not. The truth is I started off my ketogenic journey and lost all of my weight on normal food from the grocery store because it's absolutely doable. Ketogenic eating, ketogenic lifestyle does not have to be expensive. Again, if I'm not trying to re replicate the foods that I used to eat, if I'm not buying a bunch of keto snacks, which 
one keto bar can be $5 compared to a normal granola bar that's 50 cents, of course, that price difference is crazy. And if I feel like I need to have these snacks, I'm going to not be able to sustain myself on keto. Right? We need to keep in mind that when you're watching videos and you're seeing these people with all of these keto-friendly snacks that they're having, it's not always that they are eating them on a daily basis. And as a matter of fact, most of the people who are living a healthy ketogenic lifestyle are not. As an occasional treat, when they're going on a long trip and they want to bring something along that's something that they can eat on the way, yes, people do that. But to say that that's what you're going to have all the time, most people are not doing that. Most people are buying real food, eating real food. And as a matter of fact, eating real food is what's healthy about keto. It's what improves your health. The other issue that sabotages people who are trying to live a ketogenic lifestyle before they even get started is the people around them. So you end up in a situation where you're just starting on this way of eating and you get invited to a dinner party, or you're just starting on this way of eating and Christmas rolls around and you don't know how to manage yourself in this situation. First of all, because the people that you're engaging with are not supportive of what you're trying to do. So there might not be anything on the men menu at the dinner party that you're invited to that you can eat besides the meat, right? That maybe there isn't a healthy salad or there isn't like everything, even the meat actually might have spices and sugar, sugar, like if there's ribs or whatever, it might be spicy, spiced in a way that has too much sugar. So right away, you're put in a situation where you're not presented with foods that you can eat and you might not be far enough along in keto that you can say no. So you feel comfortable saying no and just not eating. So oftentimes... Or even worse, that you might feel like, well, this is what my life is going to be always, that I always have to go out and say no whenever I go out to eat, then I don't want to do this because I'm going to get feel left out. So the fact that you're not always in front of food that you can eat is another reason that a lot of people don't want to do keto. The idea that I have to go to a restaurant and order a special meal, and I mean special, it's not hard for me. I do it all the time. I order a meat, I take any potatoes, rice, whatever off the plate, I say I don't want that, and I say to them, just double up my salad, or if there wasn't a salad coming with it, I'll order the meat, I tell them I don't want anything else, and I'm having, and I'll have the salad, or I'll have some vegetables, or I'll have whatever. You know, it does mean that you're probably going to be a bit more conscious of the types of restaurants you're going to. Do I suggest people going to fast food restaurants when they're doing a ketogenic lifestyle? I don't, but not because of the food itself as much as it's for the way that they cook the food. You know, if you're going to a fast food restaurant that grills their food, go for it. That's probably going to be much more healthy. But if you're going to a fast food restaurant that's putting their meat in some kind of deep fried oil, chances are that oil is a peanut oil or some kind of oil that's not a healthy oil, vegetable oil or canola oil. I want people to fuel their body with the best quality that they can. And that does mean paying attention to what I'm eating, making better choices about what I'm going to eat. And so, yes, it means that when I'm going out to eat and the people around me are presenting me with something, sometimes I might have to make special requests. If I'm going out to Christmas or I'm going out to a, a dinner party, talking about what I eat, making sure that the person knows that I would need, you know, my steak without the sauce. If you're putting sauce on the on the steak, just make mine without it. Salt, pepper, I'll be fine. 
right? It's your health. You need to talk about what you're doing if you want to be healthy yourself, right? Don't expect other people to take care of your health. You need to take care of your health. But these are the things that cause people to quit keto because they didn't think forward to, oh, right, make sure what they're making something that I can eat. Now, the other thing that could happen, and this is sad because I want to believe that my family, my friends, the people that care about me want me to be healthy. But sometimes we do encounter sabotage. Sometimes you're going to let everybody know like, so for example, I'm going to a dinner party and I let them know, like, I don't eat these things and still you're going to get there. And when you go to, when you taste the food, you're going to realize that they still put, put the stuff on it, even though they said for you, oh, I major is different, but you know, you're going to have people that are, that'll be beside you eating cake and go, well, just have one bite. It's not a big deal. Right. You're going to have people that are pushing you to eat things that are off plan. And I need you to understand that at the end of the day, it's your health. So even if they want you to eat something off plan, if you decide that that's not healthy for you, don't eat it. It's hard because we want to feel like everybody else. We want to feel included. These are the things that I see that push people to quit keto before they've even started. Even if they had metabolic things to solve, even if they had weight issues to solve, even if keto would have been something that helped them to enjoy their life more because they'd be able to get back into the sports that they love to do and have a better interaction with people because they were able to do the activities that they love. If you are the, in a situation where your metabolic situation is not good, if you are in a situation where your weight is not good, if you're in a situation where you're not able to live your life the way you want to and keto could help you, I need you to do your research. Before you start, be sure about what you're about to do so that you do it well, so that so basically that you eat 20 grams of carbs or less in the beginning, raising your fat a little bit. And then as soon as you feel good, putting your fat back down to where I only eat the fat that came along with the protein I'm eating. And I allow myself to eat if I'm going to eat, for example, nuts and cheeses, the fattier nuts, the fattier cheeses, but still only having a serving, keeping my total grams of carbs under 20 per day. If I understand that is keeping my carbs low, that helps my body to stay in ketosis and helps my body to burn the fat that's on me, I'm much less likely to quit because I'm much more likely to have success. If I'm tricked by thinking I need special keto meals, if I'm tricked by thinking I need to add excessive amounts of fat, if I'm tricked by thinking that it's impossible to go out and eat, it's impossible to, if I, if all these things come in and trick me, I won't be able to live the lifestyle that I want to live. And I won't be able to get the metabolic gains that I'm trying to get. I won't be able to get the health gains that I'm trying to get. Living a ketogenic lifestyle is not difficult but you do need to understand what you're doing. I really hope you found this video helpful because I want to thank you for watching Mind-Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. If this is your first time here, please consider subscribing. For everybody else, if you enjoyed these videos and if you find that they're helping your life, I really would like to encourage you to check out my Patreon page because if you could afford to contribute to the future production of videos, I'd appreciate it. Thanks for watching, guys. I love making these videos for you guys and I can't wait to talk to you in the next video.